1: Hello, and welcome to Shake Them Ropes, episode 239. Rob McCarran here, Jeff Hawkins joins in just a moment. A lot to discuss on this episode of Shake Them Ropes. A very, very long pre-production text string during Game 7 of the World Series brings to you TakeOver Fantasy Booking, the best of WWE TV this week. NXT war games, rules, and much, much more. This episode is brought to you by Blue Apron. Check out this week's menu and get $30 off your first order with free shipping by going to blueapron.com slash shake. That's blueapron.com slash shake. Follow Jeff on Twitter at CrapGame13. Follow myself in the show at ShakeThemRopes. Visit us and catch our archives at VoicesOfWrestling.com slash STR. Enjoy episode 239 of Shake Them Ropes.
0: Jeff Hawkins.
2: Shake Them Ropes Special Edition. Rob, WWE has come to terms with the release of Emma.
0: Rob McCarran. No! You're listening to Shake them ropes with Rob McCarron and Jeff Hawkins.
2: Drew Gulak and Nikki Cross win Halloween. The reemergence of Rob McCarron' favorite Stephanie McMahon muddles what is already muddled booking for Survivor Series, but the best build for Survivor Series can be found on the social media of the Miz and Baron Corbin. Welcome to Shake Them Ropes, part of the Voices Wrestling Network. If you're new here, I am Jeff Hawkins. Sitting in the usual captain's chair is Rob McCarran. And Rob, as we go to record, news breaks that AJ Styles and Jinder Mahal go at it for the World Heavyweight Championship next week on SmackDown Live. Mm-hmm. Dare we dream about AJ and Brock Lesnar? No. Nope. Or will they use AJ to prop up Jinder's deviousness?
1: Oh, that, that was a hypothetical right there. I'm sorry. Okay. I, w- I was quickly answering the question. And the answer... <laughs> May surprise you. No, it won't. Jinder's winning. Okay. Of course, Jinder's I- winning. Because notice, if you will, there's still a spot open on Team SmackDown at Survivor Series. That spot's going to be AJ Styles.
2: Yeah, but I never hold it past him to pull a panic move to get buys up. Do you think that they're panic Yeah,
1: but would now be the time to panic on Ginder Mahal? Because Ginder Mahal, they could have panicked months ago.
2: I mean, panic's the wrong word because everybody's got everybody right now is yelling at whatever device they're listening on. Didn't you see the financials are in the best state ever of the company and everything? I I mean, just in terms of buzz for the show, I I, and I think that the Stephanie move also plays into that a bit. But uh, no, I I agree with you mostly. I I, I mean, it's the easy move to put AJ on Team SmackDown. Yeah. Now, the problem with that is, mm-hmm. and I, and as I went to in my intro, this Survivor Series booking is so odd okay.
0: because
2: Shane McMahon, when they did the invasion, came off as highly unlikable. And Daniel oh, Bryan went that, to go.
1: Yeah, that Monday night, like Shane McMahon was a dick. You wanted to see him get crushed. Yes. You wanted to and, see him get in a helicopter crash, which we've already <laughs> seen. And he survived because he's superhuman.
2: And then they get Daniel Bryan to smooth it over. Yep. And then they top the... Di- and okay, so we think that they're, the move here is that SmackDown's going to be the bad guys. But wait! We bring in Stephanie McMahon, who proceeds to emasculate Kurt Angle again, because yeah. that's what she does. It's not... I'm so tired of people saying that she's an effective heel because people hate her. People hate her because she's an ineffective character that makes other characters look bad. But the build is going to be McMahon versus McMahon now for the survivor oh. series. Cause that's what they think it is. And we have baby. Fa- so we have two unlikable forces here with lieutenants that are likable. And we have baby faces populating both these teams, which is just weird.
1: It's, uh, yeah, the strange thing is going on. It is the survivor series
2: because they think that they're actually fans of separate uh,
1: brands. Yeah, no. And, and that's the problem not. too. Yeah. It's so weird. They, they book it like that. Like there's fans of SmackDown fans of raw and there aren't, and I don't believe they think they are. They just book it like there yeah. are. They, know, they I, want
0: there to
2: be. They want them, they want some, they want everybody to pick a side. Four and million viewers for
1: happen. Raw and four different million viewers for SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's happening. There's some different viewers. Not that many. Not many at all. Um, yeah, so we had the breaking news of Jinder Mahal versus AJ Styles coming up on SmackDown from the UK. Uh, we have some stuff to talk about with NXT. We had a pre-show booking meeting yesterday.
2: <laughs> no, we just talked on the phone because I was watching the World Series and imbibing a bit. In between so got- in between what the hell is
1: you Darvish doing texts? <laughs> there were a lot of uh, a lot of uh, show prep. A little show prep going on, some somewhat show prep. Mm. Uh there was also fantasy booking, a three hour NXT pay-per-view instead of just the two to two and a half hours that we normally get on an NXT takeover special.
2: Uh, oh, I, I did a little bit more fantasy book oh. after you stopped responding. Okay. Well, we'll, uh, I've, I've, we'll get I've, into now, the fantasy. Well, I, it, it's, it's this book. I mean, it's this show. Okay. It's I've, this re- show. Ran, I've, I've rebranded it. Nikki cross weekly, and it's yeah. going to be all things, Nikki cross. And I'm, I need to book a nine person war games I'll with three with teams of, with three teams of three Nikki Crosses and I'll be great.
1: <laughs> Back in the mid 2000s, there was an independent wrestler. He wrestled for Ring of Honor a couple of times named Chad Collier. Yes. And I won I joked around for a good uh, I'd say a decade straight uh with friends of mine that if I if I could, I would book a show with Chad Collier in every match. It would be the all Collier classic. It would be Chad Collier versus different people in different matches. And he'd only win like two of them. But he'd be booked in all of them. He would be booked in all of them. Uh, Speaking of booked in all of them, everyone out there right now should be booking yourself some Blue Apron. Jeff Hawkins, I got this week's shipment delivery of Blue Apron. I'm super excited. What'd you get? Listen to what I got. Seared steaks and mashed potatoes. Nice. Steak sauce and roasted carrots. Super excited. Yes. Oh, and they give you these gigantic carrots. And I'm just, I want to start digging into them. I don't even want to cook them. I will, because they're going to be great. But I just want to eat these carrots. They're so good looking. I got some uh, fresh cavatelli with kale.
2: What is cavatelli?
1: I'm going to find, I don't know. I mean, Tino's younger sister? I don't know. (laughs) But I'm going to eat it. I'm going to love it. So I got my two meat dishes, and then I got my uh, veggie dish. That's the cavatelli with kale. It's a pasta, a little small like pumpkin-type pasta there. And then I got my spiced chicken and garlic rice with, I don't even know when you don't know the names of the sauces, that's how, you know, it's going to be good. And that's how, you know, oh, it's yeah. special you, <laughs> if you're out there folks, you got to be trying this. The first thing I'm making is the spiced chicken and garlic rice with, I want to say pippian and sauce and roasted okay. honey nut. So I, I'm going to, I'm going to be eating this stuff. The number one fresh ingredient service out there in the country guys is blue apron. You got to be trying it. We've been telling you about it for a year now. They've established partnerships with over 150 local farms, fisheries, and ranchers across the U.S. As a result, you know where your food's coming from. The seafood is sourced sustainably. The beef, chicken, and pork come from responsibly raised animals. Produce is sourced from farms that practice regenerative farming. Because Blue Apron ships the exact amount of each ingredient required for a recipe. They are reducing food waste. This is how you know you're getting the best stuff possible. And you're helping this great earth of ours. Cooking Together Builds Strong Family Bonds. Research shows that Blue Apron families cook nearly three times more often. Cook for yourself. Cook for your significant other. Cook for your family. There are family meal plans. There are individual meal plans. You can find something that works best for you. And right now, through Shake Them Ropes, you can check out this week's menu. Get yourself some great chicken meals like what I'm going to try. I'm trying this tomorrow. I'm telling you, I'm getting that spiced chicken in me tomorrow. Check out this week's menu and get $30 off your first order with free shipping by going to blueapron.com slash shake. Exclusive promo code from us, guys. You got to try it out. Get $30 off your first order. You will love how good it feels and tastes to create incredible home-cooked meals with Blue Apron. So don't wait. Blueapron.com slash shake. That's blueapron.com slash shake. Blue Apron, t- a yeah. better way to cook.
2: Let me tell you something, Rob. If I lived in a place that got snow. I'd start signing up for this for the winter months because then I don't have to go to the store. I could get it delivered to me and let the mailman do it. That's I know you
1: don't think about it during the summer, but winter's coming. (laughs) it is rainy. It is 40s like we got sports this weekend. I don't want to go anywhere. Just bring Uh me the food and Blue Apron Mm -hmm. does that for you. You got to try it guys. Go watch uh, go watch your NXT Survivor Series uh, weekend shows with some uh, spiced chicken and garlic, right? Oh man, I want it right now. I'm going to tell Shayla. I'm going to tell Shayla to cook it. I'm going to tell her right now to cook that right now for me.
2: You're going to make your wife cook while you're doing this. Yeah. Okay. I'm going okay. to
1: I make her stop that watching will... zoo on Netflix. Start cooking me some dinner like a <laughs> wife. Oh,
2: jeez. She doesn't, she doesn't listen to the show ever, does she?
1: Anywho. <laughs> yeah, just through the walls as I'm recording. I'm going to get beat up later. She can yeah, take me. I mean, you've seen me. She can take me easily.
2: Oh, dude. <laughs> that's the understatement of the year. Oh my gosh. Um, I've, seen, I've seen you do ref bumps.
1: <laughs> you gotta check out this Powerbomb TV. I gotta start watching the old days. Man, it's been like 10 years since I was refing full time. You ever miss it? Eh, sometimes. Not so much lately. Sometimes I get in there. I'm gonna go watch me get DDT'd by Ian Rotten.
2: I still have the picture of you getting curb stomped, and it's a. Uh, oh my hanging. gosh, Tank. Yeah.
1: Tank curb stopped me in the middle of a ring outdoor in a parking lot.
2: Every time I get angry at you, I go You're look bowling at that alley.
1: <laughs> bowling alley. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. I don't know if it's on Powerbomb TV yet, but if it is, go watch it. Go watch me get beat up a couple of times.
2: Before we get too deep into the narrative, I, I got a question to ask you. This is one of those things where you may have to bring me off the precipice of of despair. I read a tweet that's so... <laughs> it so punched me in the gut that I didn't want to believe it, but now the more that I think about gut. it, it's true. Okay, yeah.
1: yeah, I'm sure. Punched you in the gut. I, Got it. I can't, uh,
2: I can't give proper credit to who wrote this, but they, but they, they made the statement that the main roster women's division is right back to where it was four to five years ago. Do you think that's true?
1: At, so that's like a negative comment. Yes. Yeah, th- that's amazing. ridiculous. I, I would say that's a ridiculous comment. It's negative and it's plain wrong. Okay. Did you? I mean, you have Alexa Bliss going out there in fifteen-minute pay-per-view matches that are good. And then when you go into a SmackDown pay-per-view, you have the same thing on that show as well. And you have pretty good matches usually when they get time on Raw and SmackDown. Oscar's up, so you're going to have even more competitive balance in the divisions. The divisions are so much better. Okay. I would say they're better than when this uh, Divas Revolution started when every match was Charlotte or Sasha Banks in there. Because now you I mean, have more diversity.
2: You know what it is? It's the builds. The builds are terrible on both brands. So it makes me think that it, the division is worse right. off because because of the in-ring product the builds being have been, still better. Yes. But, but, yeah. The builds have been terrible for
1: everyone right now except for Alexa Bliss because she's great. And everything yeah. Alexa Bliss I want to watch on Raw. If she was in five segments on Raw, I don't think I would get bored one bit.
2: Are you and Shayla watching Total Divas then? No, we do not watch that show. Okay. No. Because she's on it. I mean, uh. I get it. Yeah,
1: but I'm not going to watch Total Divas <laughs> for Alexa Bliss because that's probably more real Alexa Bliss, right? I don't want I don't want real Alexa Bliss. I want Alexa Bliss, the television character on WWE Raw.
2: You want Rubber Face. What okay. the hell does that even mean? Well, you know, it was my pet name for her when she was doing all the emoting okay. things. Right. Which is don't cool.
1: be Kevin Spacey up in here and get pet names for people.
2: Wow, Kevin Spacey, you pulled a Kevin Spacey reference this week.
1: I did, because now we can all talk about it, right? No, 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 we're we're still not allowed. You're not allowed to talk about it, because some you go on your, I mean, that's got to be a covered up thing still, right? Although,
2: I mean, House of Cards is gone. Let's not weed it. Let's not go into this, Rob, please. Do you have a Kevin Spacey story? No.
1: Okay. It's right, getting a little defensive there. It sounds like maybe a little bit, uh, you know, you're covering up something and i just want you to know that you're okay to talk freely. I'm here for you. Mm-hmm. Are we going to the Royal Rumble? Yes, you have
2: tickets. I have tickets already. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. You work fast. Yeah. Or quick. It, it, well, you told me let's do it. And so I did it. Oh,
1: <laughs> was I being serious? Hmm. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, th- Shake Them Ropes is coming to Philly, guys. Mm-hmm. We are coming to the Royal Rumble. Get ready. And I think NXT, I, too, but NXT tickets haven't gone on sale yet. December 1st. December 1st. Oh, maybe Philly, get ready. The last time I was in Philadelphia was for Cage of Death. So, if this trip to Philly is anything like that, we're going to have some issues. <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that. I don't know where I was going. Some people are out there. What's cage of death? Other people were like, which cage of death? Uh, To me, there was only one true cage of death. And that was ring of honor versus CZW. And I want to say 2007. I honestly don't even know when it was. Mm. Whenever it happened. When uh, six of ROH's best defeated five of CZW's best, I guess. (laughs) You even know what I'm talking about?
2: Yes, I do. Vaguely. It was a good um, show. But I, I never watched it, So, but I'll have to go back and look at it.
1: It's not a good show, actually. You know what? It's not oh. a good show. The Cage of Death match is worth the watch for sure. Uh, AJ Styles was on that show. He was wrestling some green guy from uh, Florida. I think David Richards was on the show. And I want to say Brian Danielson defended the title on that show against like Sanjay Dutt. Ooh. Yeah. So That, that could be fun. Yeah, not too bad there. Oh, good times. And all of that was brought up because why? Oh yes. Royal rumble. So we are coming to the Royal rumble. Get ready. Everybody get to ready right now because we are a tornado coming through that town. What else was topics, uh, big topics in the world of pro wrestling this week. We talked about gender and AJ that match is happening on Tuesday. I think, uh, AJ is going to lose gender. will still be in that title match and AJ will be the fifth guy on team SmackDown um, did you make anything out of the rules for war games that WWE introduced today?
2: Aren't those fake? No, they're on the WWE website. The one with the shark cage and stuff? Yes. The one so so they announced that it's two rings on NXT and they changed it on the website? Uh no, it's two rings. Okay. I haven't seen it yet. I'll, I'll get I will
1: I will get you the rules because this is a pretty big match. They announced last night on the NXT show. I mean, this is where the actual episode aired. NXT War Games, uh NXT TakeOver War Games is coming to Houston. Sanity versus the Undisputed Era versus the Authors of Pain and Roderick Strong. Uh the three member teams of Samity, Undisputed, and Authors of Pain with Roderick Strong will wage war inside a massive steel cage that surrounds two rings. All three teams will be contained inside separate shark cages by the entranceway, with a member ah. from each team as chosen by his respective squad starting the match. After five minutes, the remaining members from one team will be released from the shark cage and allowed to enter the match. Not one at a time from that team, the remaining members. So you could have, you could have Occam. Adam Cole, and Eric Young starting this match and say the Undisputed Era win that first five minutes, you got Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly coming in and you have the Undisputed Era beating up Occam and Eric Young and just reigning supreme. So this won't be one team has the advantage for a bit. This will be one team has a major advantage for a while. Well,
2: Well, it's three on two. So I mean,
1: you got to hope that those other two fight work together. What if they just get in the ring and Occam's beating up Eric Young and they just kind of hang out and they're like talking about their lives and like, what's your girlfriend doing these days? (laughs) And what are you doing? Are you mowing your lawn? Are you getting an
2: apartment? What's going on? As these two guys just hang out in the corner. I don't like that, to be honest with you, just on its face. But I understand why they're they're doing it to save on time. Oh,
1: for sure. And then uh, so after the first five minutes and the team gets released, another three minutes will go by after that. The remaining members from a second team will be released into the match. After another three minutes, the remaining members of the final team. So you are going to have, for 11 minutes in there, one team is only going to have one guy in it for the first 11. That's what you're going to have until those other two Yeah,
2: and I'm guessing that's going to be Roddy.
1: Uh, It's got to be. It's got to be the babyface team goes in last.
2: Yeah, and then, and then the authors of pain save them and kill everybody.
1: Yeah. Roderick Strong can start the match, and then the authors of pain come in last. And it's that's just the authors mean. of pain murdering everybody.
2: Mm-hmm. Yes. That's what I mean. Cause yeah. that, that's going to get a huge pop. That's what I think is going to happen. Uh,
1: now, for those who are just joining us, and I don't know why you would be starting this podcast at the 11th minute. That's weird. Why not? Shark cages. <laughs> oh, Did WWE, like, buy five shark cages and they don't know what to do with them, so they just keep using them at random times?
2: Yes. Probably when they found the the, the last battle of Atlanta.
1: <laughs> like, they can't just be backstage. They have to be out there, like, just in a shark cage. Like, here you go, guys. Here's your they've shark
2: cage. A, they've been on this shark cage trip for the last year or so with, with Enzo and... Yeah, it's... it's. it's I, I just think they're trying to...
1: Chris Jericho was hung up in a shark cage. Yeah. Wasn't Paul Ellering up there for a bit, too? Ellering uh, was the was first up one, there, right? yeah. That's mm-hmm. the first one. Paul Ellering's up there. Chris Jericho, Enzo, quite eclectic. And now you're going to have the uh, the authors of pain in a cage for 11 minutes.
2: And then once it, it all ha- it has to it has to be somebody's visual idea.
1: Yeah, let's put some shark cages out there. At least they're out there. The audience can see them. They can see them pacing around. I hope these shark cages have some space. If mm-hmm. Akam and Razor are in there by themselves, yeah, it's gotta be three big shark cages. Uh, And at this point, they're not shark cages in WWE. They're people cages. Yes. And and is storing people in cages really the right thing to do? (laughs) Come on, WWE.
2: Uh, As long as they're humanely kept, I think so. You know, as long Mm. as there's no animal testing. Right. You got
1: some air holes in there. You got the food being brought in. I mean, as long as everyone's safe and comfortable, it's all good. Uh, Once all three teams are in the match, a victory can be attained via pinfall or submission. Those are your rules for NXT War Games.
2: Mm, I'm I'm still looking forward to it. it, it it's it's not the same, but it'll do. I'm 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 still very much looking forward to it. Um watching it on my TV. So <laughs> as and opposed to team. going. But um yeah, no, and this whole card top to bottom is is looking really, really strong. Yeah,
1: this this is your card right now, the war games match. I have to figure that's gonna be the main event of the show. Uh, you have the Fatal Four way for the NXT women's title, Ember Moon, Kyrie Sane, Nikki Cross, and Peyton Hoyce. Nikki Cross is amazing. Yes. Uh I am going to find the results of the Twitter poll because you made me put up a Twitter poll on our uh yes. on our website, on the uh Twitter feed at Shake Them Ropes. I am gonna look for the results of this poll, but elaborate for a moment the greatness of Nikki Cross.
2: Oh, Nikki Cross in in a, I believe it was Lakeland. It was either Lakeland or Largo for the Halloween show at NXT. Came out imitating No Way Jose. It is one of the most fantastic things in the history of stuff. It is the pinned tweet on my Twitter feed at CrapGame13. Because every time I look at it, it makes me very, very happy. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I kind of liked the match tonight against Tanara Conti that I watched um, from NXT last night. Um, I think Tanari Conti has a lot of potential uh eventually, but yeah. Nikki Cross is Nikki Cross is just a force of nature right now, and I I personally think they should belt her at this far okay. away. Sure. Uh I, they they won't they won't, but I'm I with think you. they should.
1: I'm with you. Nikki Cross should be the winner. Yeah. Nikki Cross should be the winner. Uh and she should run with that title for a while. Ember Moon, do and, do Nikki Cross Ember Moon. You can have Kyrie Sane doing other stuff. I don't know if she has to be in the title picture right now. Right. And you have her taking on the uh the iconic duo. Those can be your second matches on the NXT. Or favorite. you have, or
2: you have someone like Shayna Baszler take her out during sure. the match.
1: Yeah, why not? Why are Being you getting the all the hype? Mm-hmm. I mean, sure you won this tournament, but I'm not going anywhere. I'm still here. Right. Build a feud based on that. Yeah. The uh poll, better WWE Halloween costume performance this week. Drew Gulak is Sasha Banks. Which was amazing. Did you see that? I did. I watched it.
2: That was absolutely amazing
1: or Nikki cross as no way. Jose 57% of the responders thought drew Gulak as Sasha banks was the better Halloween costume
2: performance. It was, it was the, how how do I put this? The, the, the braver of the two choices. Let's put it that way. Um, (laughs) because he, he went all out and drew Gulak is amazing, but, but, uh, Nikki cross doing the dance and whatnot, Is just a fantastic thing, and if you're depressed, go watch it. It'll make you happy.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Drew McIntyre versus Andrade Cien Almas is your uh, world championship match for NXT. And then Aleister Black versus the Velveteen Dream in a singles match. Those are the four announced matches at this point, which basically allows room for one more. Unless you're going to have the office of pain match going like 45 minutes, which with these rules, I don't see that happening. Uh, So you have the four matches and then this is what started our debate on our texturing yesterday during you Darvish's shitty second inning.
2: Yes. Uh, What
1: is that fifth match going to be? And with the depth of this roster right now and the TV time that everyone's gotten, you could easily put on a very compelling, Almost more so than most of the Raw or SmackDown single branded shows, a very compelling three hour NXT TakeOver with not one single bad match on the show. Right. So, the fifth match, let's start with there first. The fifth match on NXT TakeOver War Games, I believe it is going to be Tino Sabatelli and Riddick Moss versus the Street Profits. That is what I am going with. What do you think might fill out this card that we can actually reasonably get? Am I wrong?
2: I don't think, I think it's going to go down. I just don't know if it's going to be on the main card. I think it might get taped for the next television. I think that's going to be the move. Because I think you're getting a Lars Sullivan squash match on here. and It might be Leo Rush.
1: Lars Sullivan squash match could be Leo Rush. And that could also be a sixth match. If it is a squash match, you can put that on there
2: plus one other. So that that would be interesting. You have to account for all the video packages that are going to play about Survivor Series the next day. That's true. Yeah, you're right. You are right on there. Uh, Now, we had Tino Sabatelli and
1: Riddick Moss have been winning tag team matches on NXT, as Mm -hmm. have the Street Profits. You had a backstage segment on NXT TV this week. It was so backstage, it was out of the arena. Riddick Moss, Tino (laughs) Sabatelli were coming in in their amazing car i don't actually remember maserati. What it was. was it a maserati it was a, okay
2: was because he was that's the same car he was driving on uh on uh uh breaking, ground? Proving, breaking ground breaking ground i was ground. gonna say proving ground but yeah break, breaking ground that's okay. his car
1: all right well there you go i mean we we got it you got some continuity there with breaking ground tino sabatelli rich dude has a cool car great that's awesome uh it's also awesome that both of these matches are basically built on money in one way or another Uh, Very cool. Uh, So we had that little setup. So we're getting that match. Now where we get it, who knows? Uh, I saw some, uh, there were some thoughts that with Johnny Gargano now starting kind of like a, not a losing streak per se, but he's having some trouble finding his footing as a single star. Another person having trouble finding their way as a single star is Hideo Itami. Could we get Johnny Gargano versus Hideo Itami on the show? But Hideo Itami has gone missing. Is he alive?
2: Yes, very much so. And I think that'd be a hell of a match to have on this card.
1: It would be fantastic. Now imagine, Jeff, in a world where that match plus the Street Profits tag team match happens. And then you maybe add another women's superstar match. Mm-hmm. I'm sure we, we could easily put together, easily put together a three-hour takeover show. Yeah, that you could would have a- rule.
2: You could have a multi-woman tag match on here if you want with like Ruby and Lacey and and Shayna and Mandy Rose, who is getting better. And, uh, and, uh, Oh God, what's her name now? Lacey Evans. No, 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 no. The MMA fighter gimmick. Oh, Sonya Deville. Sonya Deville. Deville. I keep thinking of her old name. Um, right. Yeah, you and, could, and you could have you could have them in like a six woman tag or just a four woman tag, and and yeah, if they're would, going
1: to be uh, bringing Pete Dunne in, uh, you reference this, you people. could do a yeah. UK, UK title UK. match on uh-huh. there. Uh, mm-hmm. There are choices. I mean, you would you have so much talent and so many good options for matches, you would you would struggle. I mean, not struggle to fill a three hour show, but struggle to keep one of those matches off because they may not all fit. In a three hour show I mean that you have a wealth of not just talent, but pay-per-view ready matches that you can make. And they're not even trying. I'm not, and I'm not saying this is a negative thing. Like they're not trying that hard. I mean, a couple of wins from Tino and Riddick Moss, a couple of wins from the street profits organically getting the crowd behind the street profits. You have one little segment where the two collide and boom, pay-per-view match that I want to see. And this isn't any, this isn't any Tino Sabatelli shtick right now. Those are two tag teams that are winning matches that I want to see go at it. And quite frankly, I want to see the street profit that is not Angelo Dawkins run wild all over that match in Houston with a big crowd. I want them to be in a big room match so bad because I think these guys, uh, at least Montez Ford, are the next. These are the next big guys on Raw and SmackDown. (laughs)
2: And you know what? For for as dopey as that segment might have seemed, it made logical sense because the street profits whole thing is about money. They see a Maserati, yeah, they're gonna be all in front. Oh, look at this car, man! Yeah, I liked I liked it a lot, and I liked the build here. I mean, you could even have. I mean, you have other guys on here. You can put on this car too. You know, Fabian Eichner, the Oni Lurkin, um, Cassius Martin, Ono, Martin Stone, Cassius Ono ain't doing nothing. Danny I mean, Birch, you Chris, could you yeah. could. I mean, you, I mean, this, this card, I mean, they're going to have four matches taped for the next week, I think, or two, maybe two, let's go with two. Mm -hmm. So you have, you have such a abundance
1: to go with here. A lot to go with right now. Only the four matches. We're going to get a fifth. What will that fifth match be? Stay tuned. I hope it's the tag match. Got to hope it's a number of these matches. I want to see, I want to see all these matches. Uh, where does Sid play in to uh, take over?
2: <laughs> well, of course he breaks into the war games match and just starts power bombing Roddy until, until the referee stops it.
1: Lifts some dudes up for <laughs> the until, power bomb. Oh yeah. no.
2: Until, until Chris Hero and El Gigante come down and stop.
1: <laughs> Did you Darvish just give up another
2: run? Uh, yeah. I think he's giving up runs still with that uh, s- slick ball or juice ball or whatever the heck it was slick, that
1: he could have a- juiced balls. In oh, MLB. Geez. It's mm-hmm. a problem. It's a problem. Uh, Twitter poll at Shake Them Ropes. You can actually still vote on this right now. Will the Street Profits versus Tino Sabatelli and Riddick Moss match take place on the main show of NXT TakeOver War Games? I think people are thinking I'm ridiculous for even bringing up that idea, but honestly, that's probably your best bet for the fifth match right now. They're setting it up, it's going to happen, whether it's on TV, you know, a pre show taped television match. Could be whether it's on the main show. Who knows? We'll find out soon enough. It's only a few weeks away. Right now, 19% of the audience says yes, that that will be on the main show. 81% are saying, what the hell are you talking about? (laughs) There are your results. Never
2: never put that as an option, Rob, because they're going to go with the snarky one.
1: What the hell? Well, it's yes or no. But I can understand. (laughs) I can see it through the screen what people were actually saying when they responded to that poll. What the hell? Are you talking about Ugh, just nuts? Um, is Kane going to beat Dean Ambrose one-on-one? Yes. Seems likely. This Kane. Uh,
2: he's getting, this is the build. He's this getting the build. Fed all, get, all These they're, guys.
1: They're I mean, killing my God. All top
2: baby, they're killing all their baby faces. Unbelievable.
1: Unbelievable. Ugh. Um, so uh what do you think about John Cena refereeing? the Brock Lesnar Jinder Mahal match.
2: I could see that happen. I really could.
1: So they, he was advertised originally for survivor series. So at one point he was booked for that show. They take him off the advertising because, okay, maybe he's not going to wrestle on that show, but refereeing doesn't take a lot. You just got to go there. He doesn't have to, you know, it doesn't have to be work ready in the ring or whatever. I'm I'm sure he could go there and wrestle a match, but this way you don't, you didn't have to advertise him until the last second. He's just there. Does it make any sense, though, for him to be refereeing Jinder Mahal versus Brock Lesnar? Like, how are they going to make that play?
2: Um, Jinder thinks that John screwed him, and so they build that into the WrestleMania match.
1: I mean, if he ends up refereeing this match in the main event of Survivor Series, that's a pretty big indication that Jinder and John Cena would be the WrestleMania match, and that also means Jinder's the champ for the next six months.
2: Probably six
1: yes. months. And he also has to win a Royal Rumble match. He's going to win a Royal Rumble match against who Baron Corbin, Kevin Owens, Sami zayn Those are all bad guys. Who's a good guy on that show. Bobby rude. Is that your Royal Rumble title match? Bobby rude and Jinder Mahal. Oh God. Uh- I, <laughs> I think I just confirmed it. I, I think we can run with that officially on the, uh, on the scroll, put it up on the breaking news feed, Jinder Mahal. Versus Bobby Roode is your world championship match at the Royal Rumble. Are you sure you still want to go?
2: <laughs> yes, because I've never been to a Rumble, so I I've never
1: go. been to a Rumble either. I'm uh, I'm super hyped. I'm also super hyped for this NXT show. Yes, uh, because uh, we're getting some high, you know, high impact NXT shows here, and it's mm-hmm. the last takeover before WrestleMania. What are we going to see with Adam Cole? We're going to see some uh, new talents kind of show up. Will Leo Rush be the world champion by by? Uh, <laughs> Royal Rumble time.
2: That, that, Leo Rush may not be employed by Royal Rumble time at this rate. Um, especially if they sign Ricochet and they go, well, we already, you know, oh, look, we upgraded.
1: <laughs> Could Ricochet debut NXT TakeOver? Or are you of the belief that if Ricochet was going to WWE, would they actually put him in the Royal Rumble match? And I guess it's Philly, so this is probably the best city to do it. But would anyone really know who he is? because AJ, AJ Styles surprised us a lot. We we thought people would know who he is, but we didn't realize he was going to get the biggest reaction of all time, okay? But Ricochet is a different story. Never been in the major promotions, WWE or TNA. Uh, never in Ring of Honor. I mean, this has yeah. been an Evolve guy, a smaller US indie show, and he's a mid Carter because that's what the junior tag is. He's a mid Carter in New Japan Pro Wrestling and not of an elite status like a Kenny Omega or a Young Bucks or guys who have been there for that long. He's a very interesting test case to see if he were to debut at a Royal Rumble, what the reaction would be.
2: No, they they would never do that. They I, would I never. I don't think they
1: would. I don't think
2: they, they they would use the. It's the old attorney edict. Never, never, never ask a question you don't know the answer to. So no. if they're if they even remotely question how people would react, they'd say. And I think. I think there's a level above ricochet where you could debut people if you somehow get them. And I'll leave it at that. Um, are you still there? Are you happy now? What are you happy
1: now that you got your Oscar squash?
2: That should have been the debut, Rob. I I will I will fight people on this who say you can't have squashes on pay per views. Yes, you can. Happens all the time. I, I I'm I'm a little bit happy because her response was, uh, you know, it was it was it was kind of banal, to be honest with you. It it was it was kind of eh, yeah, Asuka, great. And then they got it when she was killing that fool. Yeah, they they then they started to get into her. That's how you do it. Mm-hmm. Are you happy? No. Are you upset that I, well, I'm uh, right?
1: You, well, you weren't right. Cause I am right. The issue I was taking with was people calling the debut of Asuka on that pay-per-view against Emma a failure or a complete waste or a botched job. That's what I was taking issue with. It was not. It was a botched job. You could it have was gone either job. way. You could have done the squash match. That's fine. I'm not even arguing that you shouldn't have done a squash match. I'm arguing that the actual debut, there was nothing wrong with it. You it's not even the squash way.
2: match I'm upset about. I'm upset about Bailey getting squashed. Well, she should be <laughs> squashed. She's the worst. And Nia Jax, uh,
1: quite frankly, Nia Jax is the more important superstar in that division.
2: That wasn't interesting. I mean, that the way that they scripted all that, especially with, with her return and then just feeding directly into the Joe debut, re-debut, it, it's one of those things that they do when they're afraid you're going to turn the channel. <laughs>
1: And you think that the the crowd might have been weary of a Nia Jax segment followed by a Samoa it, Joe segment that that's where people are walking out. Not walking no, out literally, but what turn, tuning out on their TV.
2: No, but you know, you you have a you have a commercial break and then you you debut Joe so people leave during the commercial break so they don't know that Joe's coming. You know, it, it's just one of those things that that it's 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 a rare time in the format where they just have you know, matches blend in together and just without the clean kind of exit, you know, commercial break up music hits guy comes out type thing. They do that when they're trying to, when they're trying to keep people interested, which is, I I thought was a little fascinating. I, I, you know, but there was a lot fascinating on that raw, especially (laughs) having Joe heel on the crowd, I guess, you know, why, why have a return where people are happy to see a, um, you know, and I like Joe a lot, so, but it, it, that was just odd. The Braun Strowman return kind of odd. Well, what's, really, what's
1: interesting with Braun Strowman return is you had Kurt Angle last week on raw announcing the survivor series matches, including the elimination.
2: He goes without on mentioning it. Without well, mentioning, without mentioning it,
1: it. He goes onto Twitter though, after the show and makes an announcement that Braun Strowman is his first pick for his team. At that point, he said that on Twitter, Braun Strowman was presumed dead. Yes! You are picking a dead guy who is not the Undertaker to be your first pick on your team. And then he shows up, and yes, the wacky sim- cinematography, whatever. I mean, the guy comes back, people are into it, he's beating up The Miz and The Miztourage. Uh, he's got to change his focus pretty soon here, because right now, it's Miz and Braun Strowman... Where the hell is Kane going to come in here? And Braun Strowman has to be on the same side as the Miz against these SmackDown fools.
2: Yeah, And and as usual, we have to have the horror thing in the limo, much like the Daniel Bryan Kane. (laughs) Never never
1: get in a limo if you're anyone involved with WWE. I don't know why you would ever get in a limo.
2: Exactly.
1: Steve Austin had the right idea. Drive your own truck. Don't get in a limo.
2: Don't yeah. don't leave it up to someone else. Get your own and ride. The sh- and the shame about that is Miz and Baron Corbin are doing great work on their social media accounts, building up their match. Well, Miz which is, is for sure. Which, by all accounts, should should not be that interesting of a match. Oh, did you see
1: Corbin's retort? I did not see Baron Corbin's retort.
2: Oh, it is it is pretty fantastic. Really, he basically he basically says. Yeah, Ms. it's a shame that that you have to bring your wife out of retirement to give yourself some relevance. Oh, jeez! And your baby might call you daddy, but you're going to be calling me daddy <laughs> after <laughs> I meet you. Oh, it was, it was, <laughs> it was, it was, it was peak Baron. It was, it was uh, breaking ground, Baron. So yeah, okay. I like breaking ground, Baron. I do. Mm-hmm. I think I'm a big fan,
1: a big fan of breaking ground, Baron Corbin. He's good. <laughs> I like him. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Hmm. Hmm. What else is going on in the world of wrestling? Bobby Roode beat Dolph Ziggler. Best of three falls.
2: Yeah. Let me ask you that about something on that. Ask Um, me
1: about Bobby Roode.
2: Number one, the second fall happening. (laughs) Yes. Yes. They are main event style. WWE standard bearing. Um, The second fall happening during the commercial break when international fans don't get that split screen. Yeah, I'd be pissed. That was a mistake. They should have planned that out better, I think. Right? Am I alone in that? Or did you not mind I mean, they
1: did it on purpose. The guys know when they're in commercial break. Yeah. I mean, that was the plan. Just keep you watching. You know, so I... Yeah. I, I wouldn't even care that much. Uh, you know, the international group doesn't get those in screen commercials like what they do in the U S on some of the commercial breaks. That's fine. Even if they didn't have that in the U S and the second fall just happened during the commercial. I'm like, this is a television product. Like it's interesting when you do that. Cause it's different. And Oh, we missed a fall. Like you, it goes to the unpredictable side of it. But that's yeah. where I kind of side with, you know, it's a planned TV show. We can make the moments happen. We don't have to worry about, uh, we're not a sporting event that's going to miss something bad if we go to commercial at the wrong time. You plan the stuff out. You shouldn't have, in a best of three falls, one of the falls happening in commercial. You shouldn't do that. No, I, I Put it on the television. That's an important part of the match. So now you're making these fans that are suffering through a Dolph Ziggler match on television already three times longer than someone would want to watch a Dolph Ziggler match in. You got three falls here and you're making them suffer through the midway points of the match without even getting to see the fall. That's cruel. Yeah, that's cruel. three
2: falls, three falls in 11 minutes. is interesting too, but the no, other thing no. that kind of
1: Dolph Ziggler it was just a waste of time. Dolph Ziggler should be
2: fired. Oh no, the don't other... call for the firing. Don't call for the firing of guys. There's people's <laughs>
1: living. It's their jobs.
2: I figured I want a fourth team for, for war games. I want heavy machinery and Cassius. Ono. This. Hey, there you go.
1: <laughs> um, there are uh, yeah. oh, on that note, while you talk about uh, heavy machinery, uh, there okay. is a new tag team on the SmackDown roster. Luke, Rowan, the Bludgeon Brothers. We've been seeing the vignettes for weeks now. Well, they made their live event debut as a team, as a new team, at, scratch that, as a new new team on the UK tour. There are photos, photographic evidence. They have changed their looks. Have you seen this picture yet?
2: I have not. They
1: have changed their looks. The they are, they are like blue torn up jeans with like red underneath and it's, it's a site. It's a site. I will say, go on to the Twitters, search for bludgeon brothers and okay. Get into the old, you know. Get into the WWE side, you know. Uh, first of all, what do you think about the name? What do you think about the Bludgeon Brothers as a tag team name?
2: I think the name is awesome. It's just the vignettes are so stupid in so many ways. Words, random talk, pizza, right? Or um, lights, you know? Yes, <laughs> it's just that's so.
1: That is ridiculous. Okay, <laughs> that is ridiculous. <laughs> now here is the problem. Here's another part of the ridiculousness. The definition of bludgeon. If it's a noun, it's a thick stick with a heavy end. Okay. Which Uh. one of the two, or are they both? And God bless them if they are. Who's the one with a thick stick? (laughs) As a verb, it means to beat someone repeatedly with a bludgeon or other heavy object. Uh these guys aren't going to be going on to smackdown and murdering fools. Yeah, I am not a fan of the name. I think the name is
2: stupid. Oh my god. Oh, 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 oh. They look like bad GI Joe cosplayers who like they're like Zartan, they look Did like Dreadnoks. They just look like the Dreadnoks. Yeah, red knocks from from G.I. Joe. That's what they look like. You right should retweet
1: now. that out. Retweet it so the people uh, can see if you found it uh, there. All right. Will go do. on. Go on the Twitter feed at crap game 13 for Jeff. Um, I'm going to retweet <laughs> it as well. You can catch us at shake them ropes. That is Rowan and Luke Harper, the bludgeon brother. I don't even know what that shirt is. Like, I feel like they're in an 80s dance movie and they're about to put a routine on. Are those like supposed to be nails and screws on his shirt? I think so. They're also wearing kick pads. Both of them. Yes. Shin guards more like it.
2: Well, you know, when you go bludgeoning, you need to protect your shins. You gotta
1: be protective. Is, is Rowan wearing a weight belt?
2: Uh, it, it appears so. Yes. It looks like, uh, he stole that from like Ryback's old gear and, uh, got to be dazzled a bit.
1: I mean, this is crazy. Uh someone on Twitter at Crap Game Thirteen states on Twitter, the Bludgeon Brothers look like reject dreadnoughts from G.I. Joe. And I'm not just it on there. Yes, I know. I was repeating it. That was the joke.
2: (laughs) Sorry to step on your joke. Oh my goodness. I don't have Um, I don't
1: have very good jokes, so when I make one of any significance, it must not be trampled on. Okay.
2: Allow me to circle back to my second Bobby Roode point. You may
1: circle back to as many Bobby Roode points as oh, you want. Or, or bludgeons,
2: only, if you will. There's only two. There's only two here. Um, the other one is pulling the tights unprovoked. That's a bad call for a baby face. No, no, no You got to win. really but, is. Yeah, Bobby Roode's yeah, not really a baby face. That's what I'm thinking. And I'm thinking if somebody turns on this SmackDown team, it's going to be him. I don't think he will. They could always pull the road. I want to be Triple H's chosen one or whatever. But I I think, you know, it's just, it's a real bad look. And that promo he cut after was not only did he botch it, but it was dreadful from the beginning, anyways. You know, we're going to, I want, you know, raw, raw down, SmackDown up. It's just. Oh, it was cringe for me.
1: Just goddamn ridiculous. (laughs) (sighs) Everyone's, everyone's crumbling in the NFL. Are we going to get another round of crumbling in WWE where everyone's just out with an injury? It's been a while since everyone's been out with an injury. It depends on how much rest
2: they get after this year. That's what I'm wondering. The reason
1: I bring this up, obviously we don't, we don't want a rash of injuries. It's not fun for us. It's not fun for the, the injured superstars. It's not fun for WWE. It's not fun for the fans. We don't want injuries. It just seems like we've been a while where we had, you know, you have three or four big stars out all at the same time. And I'm bringing this up now because you have a lot of NFL stars up. Uh, You have right now two international tours for the SmackDown side. They went to Central America and South America. They are now going to the UK. It's a long grueling road. They're going to have survivor series they're working on Christmas and Christmas uh, the day after now. Uh, they're working that whole week where they usually get it off. Uh, we are in a stretch where there's a lot of shows, a lot of events, and you have some of these guys working Raws and SmackDown. It just, it seems like we're due for a rash of injury season.
2: Yeah, it, it, I, I, you don't hope so, but it feel, this is the time where people start getting very, very worn down. It's the end of the year. There haven't been a lot of breaks. So yeah, you you hope not. Um, I'm hoping not, and and God, if you do, I guess
1: it's good thing you got the Bludgeon Brothers back because <laughs> they're here to save the show.
2: Oh, they have to be because man, I'll tell you something that, that I don't know if Gallows and Anderson are on their way out, but that match there are the, the, the,
1: uh, yeah that that match that on Raw was horrible, a disaster. Was enough
2: to make, up, and then they do they do. <laughs> they do a derivative one on two Oh five live for guys that need more help. I mean, it's if if Toru Yano is not the most deconstructing wrestling angle or deconstruction of wrestling as a gimmick, then rich Swan coming out as a clown might've been, (laughs) it it was really, I felt for him during Mm -hmm. that match. That was such a bad move. And then the four way with, now, the candy corn spot was cute, but these guys need all the help they can to not be seen as irrelevant. And that just makes them look dumb, I think. I don't yeah. know. Maybe I'm wrong on
1: this. No, I don't know. I mean, there's there's a lot of good. I, I do see a lot of good in WWE right now with what's on television. Uh, there's some ridiculous. Uh, I thought that Raw, overall, as a show was A fantastic episode from start to finish. A lot of things flowed, some cool returns coming back. Alexa Bliss, the promo and the match. Uh, there's some good stuff.
2: Whoa, hold but on, let me let me let me let me settle
1: your tea kettle to quote Natty. Settle my tea kettle. <laughs> I was just about to get the to the negative. Part.
2: Was, did you think the step okay? Go ahead.
1: I'm just saying it ended with that Braun Strowman thing with Jess. Braun Strowman returning and killing fools is cool, uh, hokey as it was, but it was cool. Uh, So that Raw was an excellent show. Now, Stephanie McMahon, Helmsley, if you will, uh, the, I mean, talk about an effective heel. That's what Stephanie McMahon is. I mean, she is fantastic. She is awesome. She comes Mm -hmm. back, puts Kurt Angle in his place, forces Kurt Angle to step up. If anything, it was a strong motivational speech from a supervisor of Kurt Angle. And now Kurt Angle's going to go, put his team together, wrestle, be strong, and he's probably going to win for Team Raw. And it's all because of Stephanie McMahon's motivational speech.
2: I don't know what's worse. That or the trailer for the new David Ayer movie.
1: <laughs> what movie would that be?
2: Oh, what is it? that? that oh, the, the Will Smith zombie film? Oh, yeah, Bright. Yeah. On Netflix
1: exclusively. On Netflix. Bright. Featuring Will Smith. I I watched a lot of those, uh, you're talking about, you saw these during the baseball game last night, right? (laughs)
2: Yeah.
1: I just watched it like four times.
2: From the director of Suicide Squad. Yeah, no thanks.
1: Pass. I'll
2: pass.
1: (laughs) No, thank you. Overall, a good week in WWE, wouldn't you say? I mean, overall, like, we got the NXT announcement with the War Games, we got pretty good Raw, SmackDown, interesting, I mean, we're still waiting on the fifth guy, but. You know what was really
2: good and really going to be underrated because what of the muddled booking? Yes. The wrestling on SmackDown this week was very, very good, I thought. Shinsuke Nakamura is going to be on the team, defeating uh, Kevin Owens. Shinsuke Kevin Owens was good. Sammy and Kevin are still great. What the hell are they going to do?
1: What the hell are they going to do on Survivor Series?
2: They're going to screw SmackDown.
1: Okay, so they're not going to be in a match. They're just going to screw the SmackDown side. They're going to somehow nope, play a part You in that know match. what?
2: Yeah, because what you know, Shane's gonna say, "Look, you're banned from the arena or something." I want them to. I mean, if you're gonna have
1: time for like a four or five minute match, and you just got to put Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn on the show, I wouldn't mind Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn going out there and squashing Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson. <laughs> I would. I wouldn't mind it. I mean, if if the rumors are true, and for those who don't know, a lot of rumors online that you know it's it, it's New Japan contract season coming up. It's uh, the contract end of Gallows and Anderson coming up. Could they be on their way out? Could they be? Uh, could they be released? Could they be looking to try and get out? Maybe go back to New Japan. Who knows? What do they want to do? We'll see. But if they are on their way out, why not have Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn on that match? It's your Raw versus SmackDown. It's still a, it's okay. still into the theme of the show, and you just have Kevin Owens and Sami go out there and squash. Gallows well, you said and the Anderson. you
2: said the bludge you said the Bludgeon Brothers originally, so I kind of oh, went no, no, they're I, not gonna do
1: that. <laughs> well, you could do that too, I guess, if you want a Raw versus SmackDown. That would be a weird debut for them to go beat a Raw team, but whatever. I mean, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Sorry, if I said the Bludgeon Brothers, I apologize. No, 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 no,
2: no, 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 no. You originally said Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn should squash the Bludgeon Brothers. Oh, well, that would was... be that would be <laughs> goddamn ridiculous. I mean, what
1: the fuck? Everyone knows that you don't m- book squash <laughs> matches for debuts on pay per views. Wow. Everyone knows that. Ooh. Everybody knows. toledo 24 northern ireland northern ireland what the fuck i ruined my closing (laughs)
0: end the show here it comes again lunch will it be the same old same old or are you ready to take a vacation from the ordinary with the new jamaican jerk turkey sub at firehouse subs freshly sliced smoked turkey breast craveably sweet mustard sauce and a hint of caribbean seasoning just 5.55 for a medium. Save time. Order the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub on the Firehouse Subs app. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Participating locations. Limited time only, plus tax. Prices may vary for delivery.